WHMMC. You're listening to the WYE Radio Network. No, really, I'm a paramedic. I'm a paramedic. I swear. I swear! Are you sure? I swear! No. The podcast that responds to all emergencies on and off the job. Here are your hosts, Motor Cop and the Happy Medic. Well, thanks to the magic of batch recording, we don't have any new... What's new? Kansas City. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Information. I haven't checked the feeds in the last... In honestly, <laughs> the last 20, 30 minutes? <laughs> yeah. We don't know. Well, we don't know, but <laughs> we also don't have anything prepared for Kansas City. Yeah, so, so you're anybody, welcome, Kansas City. If anybody is looking at their feeds and saying, oh, what are the boys saying about this? Not yet. Not, not yet. Not relax, yet. What we relax. are going to do, though, is draw a patch because it's a new show. So we're going to draw a patch and see which agency is keeping the condensation off the recording equipment. Uh, that W W A police. I assume that is Western Australia. W-A. I assume it's not du- Washington. No, no, no. Hang on. I assume it's Australia based on what's in the middle of the patch. Couple of kangaroos. Couple of kangaroos. Thank you, Western yep. Australia police. There you go. <laughs> and I have the town Today, Nick. of Hillsboro, California, established 1910. Ooh, all right. And they got much like the uh, Australia has kangaroos. California got the trees. Uh, the, the trees, trees and the there. and the hills and the hills. Yeah. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, at WYE Radio Show on Facebook, we share a lot of interesting articles with our audience. Stuff we Indeed. might talk about on future shows, and it. Just popped back up for me, and I thought, you know what? This would be a good conversation to ask your thoughts on retention of possible volunteer or community officers. We did talk about that one community officer uh, that was stopping traffic, but then brandished a weapon. This was years ago. Oh, okay. I was like, that doesn't ring a bell at all. Uh, But pretty much your response was, yeah, no. Okay. Done. That sounds like something I would say. Yeah, so this is coming from FireRescue1.com. West Virginia man arrested, accused of impersonating a paramedic. Now... Hang on, before you get before you get going on this, yeah, uh, get comfy. And, I want uh, I want to I want you to rest assured that I am not going to commandeer any John Denver tunes. Mountain Mama. I was just going to say, <laughs> you Mountain Mama, anything in here. So I want everybody at home, uh, and if you're driving, just kind of get out, get, get out a piece of paper and a pen, and every time we get a Mountain Mama, just a little hash mark. And we'll see how we finish the show. Uh, Take me home, Country Road. Chief Joshua Vance said Christopher Lee Lynn showed up at scenes, then joined the Warncliffe Volunteer Fire Department on a provisional basis and was not to go on call. So of all of the things you could impersonate, I would have to say that paramedic would or or like physician or contractor would have to be one of the ones that would very quickly be identified as, yeah, you don't know what you're doing. Uh, Here's an interesting uh, little factoid about uh, Jason and the wife. One of the first movie, I was the first movie we saw together was Catch Me If You Can. Do you remember the film? Great flick. Great flick, right? Oh, it's uh, great flick. Tom DiCaprio, Hanks, Tom and, Hanks, and DiCaprio. DiCaprio, some of his best stuff. Oh yeah. It, so if Absolutely. you're not familiar with the movie, this came out oh two oh three something mm-hmm. like that. And Set in my favorite time frame. And he goes ar- around impersonating. Like at one point, he uh, impersonates an airline pl- pilot. And if memory serves, I think he flew the plane. Uh, Frank Abagnale. Uh, no, that's the, right. Oh, was wow. the real Look at life, you. Look was at the you. real life inspiration for the film. And he was a con man mm-hmm. from day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher Walken plays his father in the film. Oh, okay. So, 
That, that was your walking, huh? The great part. That was that's my walking. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's got a walking. I don't like ghosts. They scare me. <laughs> there you go. It's so stupid. But no, uh, Frank Abagnale was a real person. Started young, just with with simple little cons, until he got to the point that he figured out that he could create fake payroll checks. There you go. And back in the day, for these big corporations, it was if you could have a decal on the check, you could cash it at the hotel where the pilot stay. You know, all this stuff. You got to watch the movie for all the fun stuff. It's a good. It, it really is a good movie. And eventually, he gets caught and ends up working for the FBI to identify other uh, fraudsters, right? Other folks that are doing counterfeiting. And it's a great film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great film. But of yeah. all of the things you could impersonate. Uh, Abignail, I don't believe he ever flew the plane. Uh, he, he was on the flight deck, though. He was I, on the I, flight deck, but he was always the pilot that was the deadhead that needed to get to his flight in another city. Okay. Uh, okay. In in the film, oh my gosh, Martin Sheen was in the film. Martin Sheen plays his prospective father-in-law at one point uh, where he fakes, Abignail fakes that he passed the bar, that he's a lawyer. Okay. And so he has to actually take the bar exam, but he passes it. <laughs> and the whole thing with Tom Hanks being the the FBI investigator chasing him as a, a a case, like how did you pass the bar? How did you fake it? How did you how did you cheat? How did you do that? And Abignail has always said, "No, I just studied. <laughs> the bar is the one thing I passed." But when you look when you look at impersonating a paramedic. Or, or something where it's you're supposed to show up and do a thing and things change. Things drastically reverse. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they were dead. Now they're alive. You're welcome. That's what paramedics do. <laughs> High fives, everybody. I would have to I'm assume out. that at some point people would be like, do you even know what you're doing? So this is out of Gilbert Creek, West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Christopher Lee Lynn, also known as Christopher Lee Beckinsale. Any oh, relation to Kate? any relation? Because I'll tell you what, she's on the list. I don't know. Really? Oh, Kate Beckinsale? Is it laminated? Yeah. Uh, mm, mm, mm. We'll see. Uh, was charged with impersonating a paramedic, grand larceny, and obtaining goods under false pretenses, according to the Mingo County Sheriff's Office. So there's a lot of fun words going on in that sentence. Okay, so what, what was the last one again? The uh, uh, obtaining something or other? Uh, obtain Good, goods, goods or services? under false pretenses. Yeah, yeah, he got free coffee. <laughs> so, <laughs> obtaining goods under false pretenses. You paramedics are great. Here's some coffee. Mm-hmm. That has never happened. Really? Never. You've never, nobody has ever bought you a cup of coffee? No. Seriously? That wasn't one of my coworkers? No. Why? Well, yet you also have a firehouse, so you guys don't go out for coffee? Well, we, we do. Like, uh, if one of the folks on the rig is a, an overtime... Okay. They buy coffee. If it's a new okay. boss, they buy coffee. Or or if you're just in a good mood, hey, I'm going to buy coffee. Really? But I've never walked in like after a a mass casualty where I've treated eight people, uh-huh. walked into the coffee shop saying, I just need some caffeine to get on with my day and somebody going, hey, dude, this one's on me. Oh, see, I, I had that happen uh, a handful of times. It's the helmet and the hair. And it made my day. It would, but according yeah, to the story, cool. a criminal complaint states that Lynn, or Beckinsale, made oh, a... Kate Beckinsale, oh, huge fan of the show, if you, made, you didn't know that. Made him a TikTok video on February 2nd of 2023. Oh, stop, stop, right there. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Mm-hmm. This, oh God, the hubris. The hubris of mm-hmm. you TikTokers out there. I tell you. I, I don't even know where to start. I don't even want to know this, what... This dude could have been 
they flying under the radar for God knows how long. Can you imagine? But what, you had to go on the TikTok. Can you imagine what blogs would have looked like if it started with Vine and TikTok? Oh, God. Well, you and I would be dancing fools. Oh, no. Stated that he was a paramedic and, quote, provided care to an unknown individual, end quote. So at least he understands privacy legislation. All right. The complaint says that Lynn, or Beckinsale, is not certified as a paramedic in West Virginia or any other state. Mountain Mama. WOWK, a local TV station, published an article that said uh, this was confirmed by the Office of Medical Services for West Virginia through the National Emergency Services Registry. So what that means is that he doesn't hold a national registry license as a paramedic, nor does he hold a license through West Virginia. Mountain Mama. In a separate criminal complaint, what are we up to? Nine? I have no idea. In a separate criminal complaint dated March 15th, Lynn or Beckinsale is accused of not returning (laughs) items valued at up to $10,000. What? Issued to him by the chief of the Warncliffe Volunteer Fire Department. Stop right there. Stop right there. This is where I want to go sideways. Okay. You're the chief and you're not doing your due diligence to make sure the people that are, you've quote, hired or allowed to go out to scenes and stuff actually know what they're doing and this is there's no the, due diligence here at all this is one of the things with volunteer retention in the fire service especially is they are hurting for people okay volunteer, we, we had volunteer reserve, fire fire departments are drying up all over the place we had reserve officers the department i was with mm-hmm. and they they all had to go through the reserve academy they all had they all had to meet all of these markers and prove that they knew their ass from a hole in the ground. Yeah. Because they would go out and back us up on calls. They carried guns. I mean but the whole night. But that's the trick is they're backing you up. What if you weren't there? And they don't have enough volunteers to staff the agency. That was the other thing that always blew me away because because they are the the reserves they weren't getting paid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, why are you here? <laughs> Yeah. Like I would, I wouldn't do this job for yeah, free. I, You're I, out of your mind. <laughs> I used to do this job for free. That's why I get paid now. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. No, thank you. But I can see. No, how thank a, you. I can see how a volunteer chief hurting for people sees a guy come in. I'm assuming young go getter. Hey, I'm a paramedic. This, that, the other. Seems to speak the lingo. Here's some gear. Yeah. His last name. Didn't, he didn't clue in. His last name's Farva. That's weird. Yeah. Here's some gear. Here's a pager. Here's a radio. Can't wait to see you out there on scene. Uh, training training is Friday nights. Kind of a thing. Yeah, the the pagers that they wear. They're like little one-way radios. All right. That, cool, 1987. <laughs> yeah. I, I had them in, in New Mexico. They were, they were great little things. I used to have them turned up real loud when I was in college classes I didn't want to be in. And when it would go off. <laughs> and then off, you would dial like, yourself. Me. I got to go. Volunteer firefighter. I got to go. I got a hero coming through. Hero. Here I go. Yeah. <laughs> But oh, unlike man. our friend Beckinsale, uh, I was actually certified to do what it was I was doing. Another c- criminal d- complaint dated March 15th says that Lynn, or Beckinsale, took a firefighter breathing apparatus from the Bayesden Volunteer Fire Department. That item was valued at $15,000. What? Two things real quick. What? Number one, how many different volunteer departments are within this guy's travel time? And two... Find me a breathing apparatus that costs fifteen thousand. That's what I was. I'm, I I haven't recently purchased any uh, breathing apparati, but I can't imagine fifteen G's is where you land. No, no. And and I'm at FDIC as we're recording. I'm about to be at FDIC, and I'll ask the folks at Drager, at Scott, at every single manufacturer. There how you, much, yeah, yeah. How much for one? 
<laughs> much for just the one. I'm sure they were looking at replacement costs for some fancy new thing. Warncliffe Volunteer Fire Department Chief Joshua Vance said that Lynn, or Beckinsale, began just, showing just up at emergency scenes uh, in the Baysden, Gilbert, and Warncliffe Fire Departments were responding to around the beginning of the year. So he's responding in three different department districts. Could we maybe consolidate? I'm just no. saying, if if one dude can make it to calls in three districts... Oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe the three districts should be one district. Okay. And all right. know, maybe we can be helping we are, each other. We are solving all of Mountain Mama's problems. After a few instances, first responders told Lynn to either join a department or stop freelancing. <laughs> Lynn joined his department on a 90-day probation period and said he had credentials in another state, but he did not provide them. Not your Your probationary period is... Three months. Yep. So the chief gave wow. him equipment to use in a class. I issued him a complete set of turnout gear, which was brand new at the time and had never been used. I told him the gear was for him to participate in a class that he had signed up for to get his West Virginia certificate. Mountain mama. And was not to run calls until he completed it or until he got his prior certification switched to West Virginia, whichever came first, he said in a statement. So pretty much what you're doing as chief is you're giving him gear and saying, go to class. Get your West Virginia certifications or yeah, use the gear out of state for stuff. a class. Yeah. Send me your out of state stuff. Responding to. And then you incidents. should be good to go. All right. Yep. Later, the chief became aware of the TikTok videos. Because <gasps> remember, it's TikTok's fault. Without TikTok, everything would be perfectly fine. Wait, there's all, there was always going to be something that tripped this idiot up. Yes. Uh, on Friday. Uh, after this was released, this is back in March 2023, Lynn released a statement to a news outlet. Are you ready for the statement? Bring it on. So this is this is the Frank Abagnale of West Virginia paramedicine right here, okay? Not mama. I am contacting you directly. The situation in Mingo County will be dealt with in court. I said that with a straight face. Can we get some credit there? Uh, yeah, good Thank for you. you. Very much. I'm, I'm proud of you. My attorney has advised me to keep comments to a minimum. But I can, without a doubt, verify. <laughs> but I'm going to go on TikTok anyway. So the, my attorney has advised me to keep comments to a minimum, but I can, without a doubt, verify. You haven't talked to a lawyer. Because <laughs> your lawyer would tell you you're not issuing a statement. Uh, Some people can't help themselves. You understand can, this, right? Like, I can, they, without a doubt, verify that the accusations are fully baseless. And that there are multiple outright verifiable lies in the documents submitted to law enforcement. This is nothing more than a character assassination, Ooh. which he spelled wrong, Ooh. as a result of being a whistleblower on the state of EMS and fire coverage in Mingo County. We will be dealing with this matter as per the court's request and then vigorously beginning civil litigation for all necessary parties for character assassination spelled wrong. Libel, wait, wait, defamation, character or assassination? Assassination. Okay, just one S. So that's as as a nation. That's the statement. Good job from Christopher Lee Lin, who still, according to the story, has not provided a paramedic license from Oop, any recognizable organization. Did he say what state? Because he initially he said that it was from out of state. From out of state. Did, did he ever say what state? Nope. Uh oh. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be the first thing? Uh oh. So, so let me say this, MC. Um, you accuse me of impersonating a paramedic. And I say, in West Virginia. Not and I mama. say, no, no, no. I have a California paramedic license. Cool. Let me see it. Here you go. Oh. 
welcome aboard. Problem solved. <laughs> or you accuse me of lying and impersonating a paramedic. And I say, no, here's a copy of my license. Well, there you go. Welcome Problem aboard. Problem solved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. No, no, no. There, there are many uh, falsifications in this document. Ver- blah, verifiable. Blah, blah, blah. Verifiable falsities and characters that have been assassinated. As I've said many times. Assassinated? You've said many times, and we will continue to say many times. The cover-up is worse than the insult. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you the number of times when I was working that I was told and I told other people, when you step on your Johnson, it's inevitable, first off. You're Mm going to screw something up. Here comes that bus. Step in front of it and be like, "Yeah, oh man, I absolutely did the thing." Here we go. I did the thing. I'm so sorry. It'll probably happen again, as my dad likes to say. Chief, you know what? I really wanted to be a paramedic, and it's just it's something that that I want to be. And I I I apologize that I misled you. I'll see myself out now. (laughs) I I can almost guarantee the chief would have been, "Hey, kid, you know what? I appreciate your honesty. Let's get you going that route." Let's get you into the classes you need to get into to make sure that your desire matches your ability and your licensure. Let's make that happen. Uh, you, those things have to come together? I, apparently. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, well, I'm not... West Virginia. I'm not a fan either. Yeah. Mountain Mama. Yeah, you like yeah it. I threw you like, one in. Yeah. yeah. I teed you up. <laughs> it is so easy to kind of get out of ahead of ourselves with... You know, the the LinkedIn and take this class and share the certificate and do all these things. And have you taken this? Yeah, I have. Rope rescue. Yeah, I've taken it. Great. Uh, Can you set an anchor? Um, Well, you know. That's the thing that stops boats, right? Yeah. Oh, why don't I'm not on a boat? You're not wrong. I know. But this is in first responder land is not the place to try out. I really want to be this thing. So I'm going to tell everybody I am. Yeah. But yeah, if you but how how many times have we seen you know over the years uh, police impersonators? It happens oh, yeah. all, all the, the time. time, all the time. Yep, and they they end up pulling over an off duty officer like, we'd, oh yeah, who are you? Yeah. What are you doing? Yep, that can happen all the time. If you really want to be someone else, you absolutely have to be someone else. Take an acting class. <laughs> Take it. I'll do you one better. Take an improv class. And I, and you I can be multiple people in the span of an evening. I don't encourage going down this route, but if you go and watch Catch Me If You Can and you want to be Frank Abagnale, go for it. In the digital age, I wish you the best of luck. Oh, yeah. The, your, your history is everywhere. And, yep. and here, here's the thing about our, our good friend uh, Beckinsale he couldn't stop himself from mm-hmm. the siren song of social media. And I would, I would wager, I, I, I'll, I won't speak for you, I'll definitely speak for myself, uh, early on in the days of, of the blog and the show that shall not be named and the Google Hangouts, oh, there was an absolute draw to, to get on and, and be internet famous. Mm-hmm. And then eventually that, that faded. It was kind of like the beginning of uh, my law enforcement career. I'm like, oh, I, I can carry a gun off duty? <gasps> I carry that thing everywhere because i could and eventually i was like this thing's heavy it's why un- am i doing this? it's uncomfortable <laughs> i'm in a speedo this is no good it's weird you're- why is everybody looking me odd at the pool my shoulder holster <laughs> yeah you're th- you're the character uh from glass onion that takes his gun in the pool 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Why do you have a gun in the pool? Because you never know. Oh, God, that movie is so funny, what's dude. A, what's the actor's name? He was uh, uh, Dave Bautista. There you go, Dave Bautista. Yeah, Drax. And, yes, Drax. Drax. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love Drax. Yeah, we got to... I love uh, Drax. Episode three coming up. Dude, I, have you seen the trailers? Yes. I The trailers bring tears to my eyes. Mm. That movie is going to screw me up, man. Yep. That's I'm going to be a hot mess. I'm telling you. To, I'm going to impersonate someone who is not nearby when you see that movie. Huh? So I cannot be there. Oh, okay. You'd be like, Justin, man, can you talk to me about the movie? I'm like, I am not Justin. I am, <laughs> I am Mr. I am paramedic Beckinsale from West Virginia. Mountain Mama. I'm here to help you. As you take a big swig of uh, of your beverage there, sir, uh, what, what do you got? Star Trek Picard Season 3. Oh, boy. Now, howdy. Nerd. I haven't seen Season 2 yet because it's what? all... It's behind the paywall on Paramount Plus. Oh. So all of the Star Trek uh, properties are there. So cheap. So we're behind on Enterprise, Strange New Worlds, and Picard. But because I'm a nerd and I follow the stuff, Picard follows, obviously, Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Okay, hang on. Go hang ahead. on. Go ahead. Because you were bitching off air mm-hmm. about the new Star Wars movie with Ray. Yeah. And yet how many times... Has Jean-Luc Picard been recycled? Come on. Uh, this is season three. So this uh-huh. would be episode nine. Uh-huh. So if he comes back, mm-hmm. then you have an argument. No, I disagree with you. Yeah. it That that ship sailed in the 90s. But they have been working through through the Picard series because it's kind of, kind of Don Quixote-ish. That the old man's going a little senile, so all his old friends come up. That's because he's a thousand years old. <laughs> kind of push him one direction or another through what he's trying to do. Kind of humor him. He's going to die any minute, and he keeps not dying. <laughs> and they have just they have just kind of made it so that he bumps into, through season two, and especially into season three, and the end of season three, the original Next Generation crew. Okay. And he's on one last adventure with them. I, I've seen photos. Um, uh they are all much older. <laughs> so are we. Well, yeah. 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 But it's like looking at Jake Gyllenhaal. Damn. Okay. You look at Jake Gyllenhaal's man. Man, he got, oh my God, we're all old. I don't think Jake, I think Jake Gyllenhaal has aged quite nicely. Uh, I'm a little angry at him. He's he's doing pretty well. Yeah. It's I'm, same like Ryan Reynolds. Same thing. Yeah. Re- Reynolds, not aging. No. Paul, Paul Rudd. No. Vampire, yeah. 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 Straight that's, up vampire. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a painting. Absolutely. There's a painting in his attic. That's 105. <laughs> For you kids, uh, just Google Dorian Gray. There you and go. That's all you have to do. What yes. do you got? Uh, so I uh, just finished a, a book by a guy named Grady Hendrix. I, I think a previous... Paramedic out of West Virginia, right? Uh, <laughs> not Mama. No. Uh, he... The first one I read was the the Final Girl uh, Support Club. Oh, yeah. Right? The The... The horror. Yeah, movie yeah, 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 yeah. So the one Great I just concept. finished is called uh, "The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires." Okay, takes place in, in the South, as you might imagine. I'm guessing. Yeah, vampires involved as well. A- a- vampires are are involved. Okay, it's like I've read the book, and uh, it, it. But that's the funny thing. There's so it's slated as as a, a horror novel, but it, it. I don't know. I don't. There were a couple of scenes where I, I legit got the creepy crawlies, mm. like legit got the creepy crawlies. 
but I didn't, I didn't like have nightmares. I didn't lose sleep. Nothing like you mean, that. You mean like where I'm at the antique booth and somebody buys one of those spiders encased in the glass and I gotta, I gotta wrap it up. Yeah. You gotta touch That's it. That's creepy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not okay with that. I would totally drop that in someone's drink, but it's all about this, uh, this, this, these ladies that are in this book club in the South and, uh, wouldn't you know it, uh, a vampire shows up in their town. They don't know he's a vampire. They suspect. And it takes place over like, God, it's like a six, seven year period where the guy kind of works his way in. And one of the ladies, somebody invited pretty, him it's in. pretty hip to, yeah. And that's, that's, that's that factors into it very highly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's written really well. It, there's a lot of humor in it. Uh, Grady Hendrix, H E N D R I X. I've read, like I said, two of his books and, and I'm pretty interested. His latest one is called how to sell a haunted house. Hmm. And I'm, I'm looking forward to reading so that one. Something next. interesting kind of on that kick. And I'll, I'll leave this with our listeners uh, going into the next show. I was reading an article talking. Uh, they were talking to an author about what was your original inspiration for this book series? And this author was talking about, well, there was this band that came out uh, after 9-11 and everybody was kind of messed up in the head and this and that. And I was younger but this band really spoke to me and I was listening to the music and that music kind of inspired my writings, which turned into this book series. And so they asked Stephanie Meyer, who Ugh. wrote the worst books ever. What was your inspiration for that? What was the band? Uh-huh. My Chemical Romance. Are you serious? Yeah. The Black Parade. I was used, her inspiration. I used, I used to like listening to their music. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, just the fact that the, Lady that wrote, wrote wrote Twilight, which is just an absolutely terrible book. Series, I, yeah, series yeah, of books. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know because I read the first one. I'm like, that was the worst thing I've ever read. So it, I never read anything else. By so her. it gets worse. Garbage. It gets worse. Another famous book apparently was spawned as fan fiction from Twilight, and I haven't been able to confirm this yet. But I'm just going to throw it out to the listeners as we go into the credits no, here. No. What famous book series? was spawned by twilight i think i i think i might know what do you think i'm gonna save it for another show bye y'all